For though we walk in the flesh, we do not fight according to the flesh. For the weapons we fight with are not fleshly but mighty in Elohim for overthrowing strongholds, overthrowing reasonings, and every high matter that exalts itself against the knowledge of Elohim, taking captive every thought to make it obedient to Hamashiach. What is Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is a misunderstood topic, so I want to break it all down for you, as this information is needed today and most definitely nearing and during the tribulation. Spiritual warfare is the interdimensional war of obeying the laws of Elohim or disobeying the laws. Its battles are fought daily between Elohim and Satan between Elohim's church and the world system ruled by our spiritual enemy. And within every child of Elohim, between the Holy Spirit and the lusts of the carnal flesh. The clear meanings of good and evil, as defined by Elohim rather than man, are revealed within the verses of the Holy Scriptures and the life of Yahusha. Understanding how we have been made by Elohim is a good place to start. We've been given a body of flesh, a soul, and a spirit. I had the belief that the soul and the spirit were connected and basically the same, but that understanding is incomplete. Our body is simple to understand. We see it every day and we interact with it and process everything in the physical realm. Our soul is what powers our body and is our personality, our consciousness. Our soul is our psyche. With our soul, we think, reason, consider, remember, and wonder. We experience emotions like happiness, love, sorrow, anger, relief, and compassion. And we're able to resolve, choose, and make decisions and control the body. The spirit is the innermost part of us, and it is what connects us to Elohim and communicates with Elohim. Our spirit connects us to the spirit realm, and through our choices, we fill our spirit with Elohim through the Holy Spirit or the enemy, the ones trying to destroy you. Our spirit is always looking to be united with its creator, and if it can't do that because of your actions, it will adhere to something else. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of Yahusha HaMashiach. When understanding the makeup of the body, soul, and spirit, you can see exactly what the enemy can manipulate. The easy target is the body because our bodies are tactile and are interpreted by our senses through energy 
frequency, and magnetism. We respond to these senses and are drawn to the feel-good dopamine neurotransmitter. This is why so many people are addicted to TV, video games, drugs, monetary surplus creation through chance, social media, or internet pornography, and sexual promiscuity. Constant instant gratifications. It feeds the self and manifests addictions. This, simply put, is the gateway for our destruction. The fallen create ways to continue to feed us this spiritual junk food. The stimulus that our body begins to crave as our soul is stuffed with fleeting fillers. This is about your destruction, period. The attack on our senses creates an entropic force upon our soul, and the more we eat this empty, superficial filler, the more our soul decays and our spirit loses its attachment to Elohim. And the easier it is to trick you. By wearing you down day by day through worldly manipulations, you become malleable, foolish, and prone to the destructive decisions until you reach a point where the spiritual malnutrition is so toxic you feel like nothing can help you. This is the natural spiritual armor that is wearing down and it's happening all over the earth. Temptations to participate in the toxic behaviors which we are bombarded by in everyday life. The more we participate, the easier it is for the demonic to manipulate. It becomes a vicious cycle that you alone cannot escape. The demonic fallen angels and their creations have the ability through a psychic link to affect your choices, either by your allowance through sin or the breakdown of your body, soul, and spirit. Go out and investigate the testimonials of those that followed the enemy and see how it affected their body, soul, and spirit. Throughout the Bible, we read about the men who have the gift of the Holy Spirit. After all, the Holy Spirit wrote the Holy Scriptures. David struck down the giant Goliath with the Holy Spirit. Zechariah the prophet speaks of a future king presenting himself to Jerusalem while riding on a humble donkey. This foreshadowed something that happened about 500 years later. The prophet Daniel wrote scriptures covering 2,500 years. The Holy Spirit wasn't available to everyone until Pentecost. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And it appeared to them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. Understanding the power of the Holy Spirit is paramount. Study the Book of Acts and feel free to join the rundown of our reality channel on Telegram, where there is a post of the Book of Acts breakdown by the late Rust Hisdar. There's a link in the description. When Yahusha gave up the ghost on the cross, it fulfilled prophecy. And if Satan had understood the plan, they would never have manipulated the people to murder him because the crucifixion gave the Holy Spirit to the world. Satan caused their own demise. As Yahushua commanded Legion to leave through the Holy Spirit given to you by Elohim, 
you can also command the demonic. Why do you think the Christians are murdered through the tribulation? The demonic will be walking amongst us in the form of clones, androids, and so-called alien bodies, and the Rephaim or cryptids. Christians can rebuke them, and showing such power to those who are lost is detrimental to the plans of Satan and our full and total damnation. Having a strong relationship with Elohim through the Holy Spirit will build the armor of God. This is why repentance is so important. Repent from breaking Elohim's laws, and you will have command over the demonic. It doesn't mean you'll be free of them. Psychic attacks happen often. After all, Satan's plan is to wear down the body of Yahusha HaMashiach. Praying for protection through the Holy Spirit and Yahusha from the entities that wish to destroy you is necessary. I do it daily. Since apologizing to Elohim for forsaking him, I have had encounters with the demonic, and I will share those with you later in this presentation. Choice and free will play a major role with the armor of God. A bad choice will cause the Holy Spirit to grieve, and you will feel this in the pit of your stomach. And if you choose to disobey God's laws, your armor will be reduced. Think of it this way. When you break the laws of Elohim, it's like a massive flatulence problem. And the angelic, sent to protect you, cannot be near you because they have an extraordinary sense of smell. So, the more you stink, the further they have to be from you until they are so far away that the demonic can use you like a puppet on strings. This is because you choose to stink. Your body, soul, and spirit eat candy-coated rot and sip from the poisoned cups. And he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. And the servant of the man of Elohim rose early and went out and saw an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, O oh, my master, what do we do? And he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed and said, Yahuwah, I pray, open his eyes and let him see. And Yahuwah opened the eyes of the young man, and he looked and saw the mountain covered with horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed to Yahuwah and said, Strike this nation with blindness, I pray. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. The great tribulation will be a time when the demonic walk freely amongst the people. They will operate and control the lost like puppets. Fighting, murdering, raping and torture will be rampant. And because the police will be governed by the quantum AI programmed for the Fallen's agenda, it will not stop. It will be directed and planned. If you use the medbeds or the teleportation devices, the AI will have an exact duplicate of you to run in a simulated world. There it can run models on your copy to deduce the best way to manipulate you. Watch the Chimeric Payload video to see what the AI will be able to do 
to the corona injected. The goal will be to keep the population in fear and hysteria. The public will be prisoners in their own home and their jailers the demonically controlled androids, which the public will use as house managers and sex bots. This abominable interaction with the demonic will trap the public that participate. The job of the body of Yahusha HaMashiach is to show the public how to walk without fear through Elohim and the Gospel. We will be sold as the enemy of the public. We will be hated. We will be doing what we were sent here for. And we will be rewarded for following Elohim because we will be executed for doing our job. The goal is to know this and not fear when that time comes. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received the mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But those who follow Elohim will not fall victim to the demonic and become their puppets because of the Holy Spirit and the armor of God. These demonic will flee when commanded, and the lost shall be found, and they too will seek to free their lost. Spiritual warfare is simple to apply once you implement self-discipline for Elohim's laws. In order to command the kingdom of heaven, you must first be an ambassador to the kingdom. Your name must be written in the book of life, and you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Only then will you have the ability through Yahusha, our King, and the Holy Spirit. And she was doing this for many days. But Shaul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you, in the name of Yahusha HaMashiach, to come out of her, and it came out of her that same hour. But certain roving Yehudai exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Adon, Yahusha, over those who had wicked spirits, saying, We exorcise you by Yahusha, whom Shaul proclaims, Without the spirit of Elohim in you, you are powerless, because you are still bathing in sin. I will have a prayer at the end of this video for those who choose to be ambassadors to the kingdom of heaven or who choose to renew themselves with Elohim. Sin has a spiritual odor. And when all this was affected from the fluid mass of fire and the perturbation which prevailed in that place, there arose a strong smell of sulfur which became mixed with the waters and the valley of angels who had been guilty of seduction burned underneath its soil. After the disclosure event and the great deception is in full swing, the demonic will be walking and soon living with us. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you will be able to smell them as they will be fully manifested. If you want to understand the smell they will release, leave an egg out for six months and let it rot. Once the egg loses most of its mass, crack it open and try to stand in that odor. There is a reason Elohim vomits out the sinners throughout the scriptures. Evil deeds 
that are coveted repel all from the kingdom of heaven. When you have sinned, you must wash that smell off, because this is a spiritual odor, and the lost won't smell it. You obey man's laws, because man's laws affect you in the physical body. Disobeying man's laws can affect you and your ability to surround yourself with the lustful things of this world. And because you lust after them, you give your authority to man's laws so you don't go without. That's also why when man's laws take the worldly things from you, you find it easier to connect with Elohim. Elohim's laws mean everything. These are the laws that connect your spirit to your soul and when your spirit comes first, the soul's choices guide your body instead of your addictions of the body guiding you. Connecting your spirit with the Holy Spirit means the conductor of your journey is Elohim. So, when the conductor blows the horn in warning, you feel it and change course. So when man's laws take the worldly addictions away, your spirit, which is now empty of the superficial fillers, seeks out something to fill it. And that is a very common way for finding Elohim. When the love of Elohim fills that void, you start to crave it. And when you make the choice to pray for it, the Holy Spirit fills that void. The more you invest, the more you are filled. The more you are filled, the more you obey the heavenly laws. Soon, the want to return to the worldly addictions fade away. When we are surrounded by the demonic, pretending to be aliens, in the end times, our spirit will repel them. Our words will terrify them, because our words will be part of the Holy Spirit. This is why the Christians who refuse to fall away eventually are executed during the tribulation. The Christians will be collected by the lost at the order of the demonic. And when they came down to him, Elijah prayed to Yahuwah and said, Strike this nation with blindness, I pray and he struck them with blindness, according to the word of Elijah. Lucifer understands the laws of Elohim better than any man on this earth. Lucifer is also immortal and has the time to plan, and he must have access to heaven to do this. We are taught that Lucifer has fallen, but he has not fallen like man. He has fallen from grace, but has not sinned so great that he could rightfully be cast out of heaven. That's not until Revelation 12.7 and the war in heaven when Lucifer is finally cast out and falls to earth like man. Watch the video The Long Fallen Game for understanding this further. When Lucifer is cast out from heaven, this is where he officially is fired and Yahusha claims the throne over earth. When Yahusha died on the cross and rose again, this was the official notice everything done in the court of heaven must be just. The demonic must get permission from Elohim to do anything, but there needs to be cause for a demonic action to take place on earth. The case must be made to harass you. The case must be made to tempt you. The case arises through sin. The more corruption that occurs, the more corruption can occur. And there is a plan in this. We cannot exist without Elohim. Lucifer cannot be a god and rule over others without Elohim. When this is attempted without Elohim, all is destroyed. People 
like to blame Elohim for all the horrible things that happened to them instead of looking at themselves. We keep hearing, why would Elohim allow so much evil if he is filled with so much love? When you understand the laws of Elohim, when you understand sin, when you understand that you have a choice and consequence to that choice for good or evil, you understand why the earth is swelling in rot. You are responsible for this realm. Your thoughts and actions dictate this realm. Your allowance of others to sin dictate the state of this realm. Your choice to pray or not to pray. How to pray. Are you praying selfishly or for Elohim and his laws and plans? The laws to listen to the secret societies and their arguments to an unjust Elohim are fools. They have no idea as to the reality we are in because they listen to those who want to shape a false reality in order to destroy you. If we followed Elohim's Ten Commandments, we would be living in heaven on earth. I want to tell you my testimony. Some of this will be personal, but I want to share it with you to help you further understand this spiritual warfare topic. When I wasn't a Christian, I still was never really one who slept around by today's standards, and I know that isn't saying much. I just had to feel like there was a future with a woman in order for me to engage in such activity. I never had a one-night stand, for example. I flirted with the idea of it, but I never committed or took action towards it. I'm not glorifying myself. I still sexually sinned in the past with girlfriends, as I wasn't married when I had intercourse. It's just that I had a personal code, even though that code falls very short to Elohim's laws. I've been single for some time, and I wasn't dating because every woman I met was polluted with values of feminist propaganda, and I saw no future in that type of woman. For me, the only option was being single. Whenever I'd visit a particular house out of town, once or twice a year I would sleep in the basement in the spare bed. Every time I visited, I would become sexually motivated. I would do things I never do, like go out for walks at night because I couldn't sleep. But really, what I was doing was prowling. I'd walk for an hour to the bar to check out the clientele for forbidden intimacy. I didn't talk to anyone or propose the option to any woman, but these are actions that are opposite to my character. I do it almost every night while I was visiting this particular house. I was lusting fiercely, and this would happen every visit. A few months into being a Christian, I had gone to the same house for a visit. I stayed in the spare bed in the basement, and the same urges were welling up inside me. I had ignored them and gone to bed, and when I had just closed my eyes and relaxed my body onto the pillow, an image appeared just a few feet in front of my face. My eyes were closed, so I shouldn't be able to see anything, but I did. To paint a picture for you, the image was black and gold, like snow on a TV. The outline of the thing in front of me was only three feet tall, and it had a big mouth. When I saw it, I rolled over away from it and prayed for protection from God. My eyes were still closed, and the whole image I was seeing turned to gold, like a wave of warmth as if the whole room was being engulfed, and I rolled back over to where the creature was and it was gone. 
The next day I had gone into the shower and the tile had an odd wet spot in the corner. Nobody had used the shower that day, and the owners of the house were selling so they were concerned about a leak, but there was no leak, and we had put a heating fan over the wet spot on the tile. After a few hours, the wet spot was still there and it hadn't changed in size at all, and had remained there for a few days. If you read up on demonic interactions, sometimes you read about these wet spots or this fluid or oil that is left over. I wonder if that's what we are seeing on that tile. Since then, I've had two more encounters. One where there was a human-sized red image when my eyes were closed, which disappeared after prayer. And another where I woke from a disturbing dream, unable to breathe properly. And as if autonomically, my voice commanded the entity to leave, and I recovered. I share these genuine testimonies as examples and I'm sure there are many who have had similar testimonies. What is important is to fully comprehend what you require to combat those interdimensional demonic beings that torment you. I share these genuine testimonies as an example, and I'm sure there are many who have similar testimonies. What is important is to fully comprehend what you require to combat these interdimensional demonic beings that torment you. Study the Book of Acts and pray for protection through Yahusha. Not just for you, but for your family, your house, your property. Repent from your sins and avoid lordship salvation that is polluting the church. When the tribulation is here, we must have our scripture ready and walk fearlessly as if we are already dead in this realm. Understanding those words should bring no fear for once we die in this body. Our tests are over and we are with Elohim and her name is in the Book of Life, and there isn't anything that could be greater. Perhaps the only possible improvement is to have your friends and family there with you. My dearest Elohim, I am truly sorry for forsaking you. Please forgive me. Elohim, come into my heart, and wash me, and cleanse me, set me free. Yahusha, thank you that you died for me. I believe that you are risen from the dead and that you are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me passion for the loss, a hunger for things you cherish, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Yahusha. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven, and I am on my way to be with you because I have you in my heart. Y'all gonna make me lose my